When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know what? I'm going to say it's cool. With me, as always, wow. is someone who does not think it's cool. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll vocalize that on every episode of this podcast. It's Kristen Studdard. Hello, Kristen. That's me. Hello, Kristen.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kristen, today we are going to be calling more voters. We called a few voters last week. Had a lot of fun talking to them. Ring-a-ding-ding. And uh, we had a great time. And now we're going to call some more. See how they feel about this year's ballot. And then also, you know, maybe we'll make some friends along the way. I hope someone says Happy New Year. You know, I hope I hope for that as well. I think they will. All right. So we are going to call our old friend, been on the podcast many times. His son has been on the podcast. I'm, of course, talking about former nominating committee member Bob Merlis. Hey, Bob, it's Joe Quazala and Kristen Studdard. Hi, how you doing? We're good. Do you have some time to talk to us right now? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to like this. <laughs> Perfect. Great. I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'm in a car wash in Palm Springs, and I brought my 1975 Cadillac in. Okay, and, beautiful. And while I'm waiting, I'm in a massage chair. What the... Right now. Okay. And this... I've got like a, I don't know, 25 seconds to go. I, I got to get my money's worth, man. Yeah. This is, well, this we're, is great. We're going to be talking to you in an in advanced relaxation status. I think the uh, yeah, the listeners absolutely. will be able to tell. I mean, I could do it now, or if you want to wait a minute, I'll do it then. Well, I feel like we're already talking to you. Yeah, we got you. This is this okay. is perfect. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious how you felt about the ballot this year overall. I don't think it was that strong, um, but I think it was notable that a couple of acts, bands, are in it who might not have been hugely commercial successes, but were culturally influential. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you thinking of anyone in particular? T-Rex. Sure. Certainly Uh, in in America. I'm towing the the Ben Merlis party Mm -hmm. line on this one. No no doubt. I really did see them, and I I realize more in hindsight how great they were, but uh, I Everybody loved the hips, such as they were. Yeah. Uh, did your son influence you to vote for them this year? No, I think I'd already decided to have a friend named Ron Spencer, who's a big T-Rex fan. Uh, you know, I have contemporaries who like T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, it wasn't like an OK Boomer kind of thing. It was, you know, it, I would have done it. I am going to do it. I'm glad he likes them. Mm-hmm. Bob, uh, Bob, have you filled out your ballot yet? I did fill out my ballot. Oh. And I mailed it right in. I do it you know, within a day or so after a little collusion, you know. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, who else made your ballot? Um, now I'm at a loss because uh, oh, I'm sure I voted for the MC5. Mm-hmm. You voted for them last year, as I recall. Yeah, because, you know, high school, sis boomba, high school, rah, rah, rah. Come on, that's poetry. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the whole, like, Motor City, Gestalt. That's pretty compelling, you know. Mm-hmm. Even the even the lesser ones are cool if they came from Detroit, but they they're definitely not lesser. They, they you know in a way they changed the world or like the Velvet Underground for the Midwest. Not not making musical comparison, but influence comparison. Yeah. Oh for wow, sure. I like that. Uh, now you got to help me. Yeah. Who else is uh, um, I w- Thin Lizzy's on the ballot, right? Right. Yeah. I would have the rest of them just so I. For sure, I would have guessed that you, you 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 would have voted for Todd Rundgren. Yes, I definitely. I could talk about that. Thank you for knowing. <laughs> I don't know why you have to call me up. You already know everything. <laughs> um, but Todd, I think is uh, you know again with even more hindsight. While he was uh, you know a preeminent uh, pop figure, I don't think people they just took it for granted that this prodigy 
chat could do it all and have hits and uh and a you know it's kind of a skewed attitude so it wasn't just pander pop pandering whatsoever mm-hmm. and uh you know he dug the blues he did he did messing with the kid it's great um so he's he's just a mega talent why why wouldn't you put him in any rock and roll hall of fame for sure and i i know the constraint is as an artist but you know he is the artist he is because he was the producer and engineer and arranger and composer that he also was so. that's true that's very true and another thing is you can take into a you can say well technically you're inducting him as a solo performer but also everyone knows if you're inducting him you're inducting him for his career for his, in music yeah, yeah. his right. oeuvre yeah his oeuvre his oeuvre <laughs> yeah. his oeuvre vacuum cleaner yeah um okay so that's todd now you got to give me the i still so I'm so I, relaxed after that dollar for three minutes. I I would have I would guess maybe you would have voted for Kraftwerk. Maybe. I may I maybe did. Give me the I'll tell you who I didn't vote for if you give me the rest of them. And then okay. We, well, we we are it's already been recorded on our podcast. Your feelings about Pat Benatar. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> we have talked about her. I I would be shocked if you voted for the Dave Matthews Band. I did not vote for the Dave Matthews Band. With all due respect. <laughs> it's possible you voted for Depeche Mode, but I would I would guess that you did not. But I uh, I think you're correct in that. Um, I don't I don't necessarily see you as a Doobie Brothers guy. I didn't vote for the Doobie Brothers, but I love the band immensely. What about Judas Priest? <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't do the Priest thing. I just don't know enough about metal and stuff like that so that, uh, that probably takes know, I, I can't even tell you the title of a judas priest song i really can't fair enough so, uh, does that take motorhead out as well um i love the idea of motorhead but i figure their day will come okay um and i've met lemmy he's a dear he was a dear man that's what every, everyone we've talked to People, who, who have met him yeah a lot of yeah. lemon a lot of lemmy heads out there big big uh, zz top fan and oh you know, sure we, we always got them together whenever we could that's great i i, I like hearing that um whitney you know i didn't okay and uh you know the reasoning uh the logic so to speak is how could you put her in and not have dion work yeah you've brought that up a before. real pioneer no one had done what she did before she did it quite that way and whitney is you know immensely talented but Derivative and came later. You got to do it chronologically. For me, uh, what about Rufus and yeah. Shaka Khan? I think I did. Okay. I think I, I think I want Shaka to be in. Yeah, she really I like should so be. So many of her songs and the idea and the, the idea of Rufus getting in as well doesn't bother me too much because you know that the concept behind Rufus, you know, an integrated funk soul rock band with a you know sister up front it's great i mean it was it was pretty groundbreaking and oh my car is ready this is fantastic <laughs> um anyway the, the rest of this will be in the in the front the, in the brocade front seat of my fine car wow wow uh, wow beautiful do you so anyway that's the shaka yeah. thing is and uh i don't know if you know this but uh my son ben went to day camp with melanie khan shaka's daughter put the record show Oh, we didn't Ron know that. Cadillac. No. We, son of a gun. We, we knew he knew Roland Bolin, <laughs> Mark's son. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is... I met Gloria. I met Roland's mom. Oh, yeah? Gloria Jones? Yeah. Yeah, I met her at a Motown alumni event. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Tainted love. Uh, so, um, what does that leave? Did you... I mean, did your hip-hop-loving son convince you to vote for Biggie? I don't think I did. Okay. Wow. Because uh, I, I think, you know, like, he has convinced me, it's a huge influence that uh, whatever you think of him, uh, LL Cool J should be in. Oh, yes. He's, you know, immensely uh, popular in his day and um, and influential. If you read Ben's book, you'll, you'll know that. Yeah. <laughs> a good plug for going off there. Why not? Yeah. Um, the, the rest that we have here, I mean, we've got Thin Lizzy. We've got Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails. That's it? Those are the three remaining ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kraftwerk. Okay, so it was Kraftwerk. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. I, 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 it's like 
Kraftwerk is really not something I put on for my listening pleasure, so to speak. <laughs> but um, hard to know, deny. I've been convinced that this was uh, quite a groundbreaking thing and opened the door for something for better or worse that uh, has endured for quite some time. Yeah, more and so I every year. Once I, I saw him live. When was that? Um, must have been when they were on Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Did of course the great hit Pocket Calculator, <laughs> and uh, I saw him at the Santa Monica Civic. And I think they had mostly dope dummies, you know. Meaning that it was not them. I think they had some uh, like um, non-human. Uh, representations musicians in place okay I, 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 my memory is foggy but i <laughs> some robots I can't imagine that ralph and florian wouldn't have been there as well as a bunch of dummies yeah sure. <laughs> to be honest bob this sounds like a dream you had <laughs> yeah it could have been it could have been really i was yeah well anyway so i think you have my ballot now Great. So, yeah, that was Kraftwerk, MC5. Yeah, I, I realize Shaka has virtually no chance. Shaka has virtually no chance. But well, I, I like the idea of it, and, I'm, I'm, and it, I think it reflects my very open-minded attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let the record show that yeah. Bob did yeah. vote for a woman. So. Uh, yeah. That, that one single woman did really make it onto his ballot. I, I wasn't particularly, you know, she was on Warner Brothers. I wasn't particularly close to her. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did see her on a bill with Bobby Womack at the Beverly Theater right there on Wilshire Boulevard. And uh, my friends all bought, I'm a Bobby Womack fan, paper fans to fan themselves with. <laughs> and Shaka sort of pranced around the stage and fell off her shoes. That was good. <laughs> a hall-worthy uh, note, no doubt. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, there you go. Bob, thank Here's you so much for yeah, thank uh, you. talking to us and, and sharing your ballot. We appreciate it. All right. All right, have a good New Year. Welcome. Yeah. Take care. Drive that clean we'll car. Bye. Bye-bye. So relaxed. Bye. <laughs> that was our boy Bob. So his ballot was Kraftwerk, Shaka Khan, M- T-Rex, MC5, MC5 and, Rundgren. and Rundgren. Yeah. About what, more or less what I would expect. Yeah. From our, our man Bob. All right. Next up, we are going to call another person that has been on our podcast before. This is someone who is a voter but has not been on the nominating committee. Uh, And this is the first person we're going to talk to, I believe, who has not been on the nominating committee but is just a voter. Uh, A person who is a fan favorite. Fan favorite. Dare I say. Host favorite. Evelyn McDonald. Love her. You might know her. She wrote uh, a very – she's written a lot of great pieces Mm -hmm. about how the hall needs to induct more women. So let's give her a ring. Hi, Evelyn. It's Joe Quazala and Kristen Studdard with Hello. the Rock Call Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, so I think I have an idea of how you feel and your answer to this question already. But generally, I would love to know how you feel about this year's ballot. Uh, extremely disappointed. And, and you know, actually... Um, I've really put off even um, looking at it again and prep for talking to you. Uh, it's just like it's bloated. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's not only that there's only three acts with women and um, very few acts with people of color. It's just that, that, that some of the acts that are on it, I just... I just don't get it. <laughs> sure. I don't get how we can be voting for Soundgarden when we've never voted for the Go-Go's. That's an I, I I can I feel that. We, we've just like moved right into the 90s and <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty all over the place and you know, especially given what felt like was the conversation around the hall, especially given what Janet and Stevie had said in their speeches during the induction ceremony, really surprising that this was the ballot that followed that ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and not, you know, and every year someone's been calling them on that, you know, it, I mean, Steve never Miller. forget Steve Miller. You, you know, Steve <laughs> with the surprising Nirvana, turn of events. You know? Yeah, um, it's not and new. And they just—they're tone deaf. Yeah, I. Musical phrase. Uh, so, did you fill out your ballot yet? 
I, I have, actually. I am prepped for this. I Great. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Okay. Well, admitted. Well, okay. I'm curious who you went for. Well, um, I did vote for the only three acts with women, uh, Pat Benatar, Whitney Houston, and Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Hell yeah. Um, Great. And, you know, and, and there's a weird way in which, it's, you know, I, I just really want to support the women, of course, and, uh, you know, they're great women. I also sort of feel it's almost unfair that I, I feel like I have to vote for the women because if, if, if I don't vote for one of them, then, you know, who will, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's your, it's your burden, unfairly. Right. And, you know, nothing against all three of those acts are not necessarily the three women that I would, you know, or the five women that I would like to be voting for. But, um, you know, that said, I, they're, they're all amazing. They all deserve to be in. They certainly all deserve to be in then uh, many, many other names on this list. I'm happy to um, support my sisters. Great. <laughs> and the, but the problem for me was that it then narrowed down and only left me with two other acts to vote uh-huh. for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the Taurus B.I.G., you know, was just a no-brainer. Um, Good. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, such a hugely important figure. And again, you know, such a, you know, and I don't know why I, I want to, like, help the Rock Hall improve their diversity. <laughs> um, when they don't seem to care. Um, but, you know, that's, this is becoming an almost... A, a serious issue is the gender gap is the growing mm-hmm. racial gap mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the, you know, against rap. Um, yeah. Genre bias and uh, gender bias. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we, as you kind of know, I mean, the nominating committee is at fault, but often the, it's the voting body that tends to really go hard in one direction, both race and gender wise. So as a voting right. member, it, it is, you know, a, a, you can try to steer that ship as much as you can with one ballot, but it is it's more than, say, the rest of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I know. Right. So, I mean, I'm 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 basically left with, you know, one vote that is I'm not voting because uh, I really want to see the Rock Hall become more diverse. And also, I think these are very deserving artists, but. Um, right, whereas, you're, you're not. You know, there's a lot of white guys who are just like, oh, am I going to vote for the doobies or for, <laughs> you know, Todd Rundgren? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is both. Um, they all, yeah, yeah, the answer is that they'll most definitely choose both. Or some will right. just choose one. Right. We haven't heard any doobies. They're think about, they're like, oh, we'll just let the women vote for the, the female artists, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Whitney Houston, um, Pat Benatar. Um, so I'm covering pretty much all the acts of diverse representation. Um, uh, almost. Uh, uh, there's also a Dave Matthews Band and, and Lizzie. Um, yeah, that's th- those are weird, especially Dave Matthews Band, which might be the whitest band with a lot of people of color in it. <laughs> that is very well put. <laughs> That's so it, yeah, it's book. hard to. It doesn't feel like it's diverse, even if they you do vote for them. Right, right. Um, so my fifth choice was the hardest because there there are well, there's acts that I don't care much about. There are a, a few on that list that I really do, and I really think should be in the hall and should have been in the hall by now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a huge T Rex fan. Uh, just really one of my favorite acts of all time, and I also think that there's hugely influential on, on glam, on funk, on boogie, on, you know, on heavy metal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so I really, really wanted to vote for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just do not understand how Kraftwerk cannot already be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, it seems to be one of the most egregious. Evelyn over here of- doing the Lord's work, just like she's like my ballot. She martyrs her ballot for the sake of us all. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely like playing the gender role, of <laughs> taking care of, trying to take care of the right call. Yeah, it's, it's a very maternal relationship with the hall. <laughs> She's like, come on, guys. I'll do it for us all. So, and, and I'm, 
and I am a huge Kraftwerk fan. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, in terms of their, you know, their importance on electronic music and dance music and hip hop, they were just such. You know, yeah, you can't deny creators. their influence. It's, yeah, it's it's getting it's getting crazier and crazier every year that they do not get in. It's yeah, and they they are white guys, so I don't know what. You know. <laughs> they're not yeah, just white guys; German. they're Germans. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's um, pretty far in the other I mean, direction. It's probably part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, the hall is pretty. This is actually probably another great count I should do. How many non-American, non-United States, Canada, or England bands are there in the rock hall? Oh yeah, oh, I mean yeah. that's even just America. I mean, we we saw a lot of British bands last year, but it was a surprise that Roxy Music got in. I mean, given their lack of commercial success in America, because uh, that seems to be like one of the bottom lines for induction. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, it's a good ballot. Know, it kills me to be turning in this ballot and not checking the T-Rex box. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like a, a stat, it's a knife in my heart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll get over it. Yeah. I think they should maybe let everybody vote for six. Well, you know what would be a good <laughs> method would be to let um, everyone rank them from top to bottom. Right. So you put right. one through sixteen based on your preferences. Uh, oh, oh! So you have to vote for everything, but you have, you have to, to put them rank in order. It. So then, you know, artists that maybe were vying for that fifth slot, you can still give them some due, and then you can put Dave Matthews at the bottom. If that's how you feel. <laughs> if that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, that would probably be what I would do. Yes. Yeah, no, that's an interesting idea to have like a weighted mm-hmm. ballot. System. How does that work? How I the math of that would be very difficult. Well, for I me think to what you would do is parse. you would give sixteen points to your number one choice, and then go down until your sixteenth choice gets one point. Oh. Right. You know, this is how the Paz and Jot poll used to work. Oh yeah, for the um, Village Voice. Yeah. That, well, that you would um, you'd have. And, you know, I, I haven't voted in it for so long, but I think you submitted your top ten, but you could give them, you had 100 points, and you could divide them. Oh, wow. Oh. The top ten in however you wanted to. Yeah, that's interesting. You can really yeah. allocate. I think there was some, like, you had, there had to be a minimum and a ma- uh, and there was a maximum. So you, you couldn't give, like, 98 points to someone. <laughs> yeah, wise. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, that is, and it was kind of a fun math exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Evelyn, if you—I'm sure there's no scarcity of names—but if you could have voted for anyone who's currently not in the Rock Hall outside of this ballot, who would you have liked to have had the opportunity to vote for this year? I, Tina Turner on her own. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I you know, feel that I mean, so just, strongly. <laughs> You know, and and I mean, and also do it while she's alive, yep. you know, right. and she's riding the cusp of, you know, you know, what's just so interesting is how all these acts, all these female acts are having to turn to Broadway to, to get their validation. I, Does Tina Turner have a musical Tina coming Turner, out? The Go-Go's. Right. That's, oh, I, yeah, I the see Go-Go's, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They are making these musicals to give them the recognition they deserve. That is, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I would love to have. I and it's mean, not unrelated, I'm sure. I'm sure there's. And know. she's never been on the ballot alone, right? No, I mean, she got in with Ike immediately, and then it was never a conversation ever Outrageous. again. Outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and the same with Carol King, you know. Outrageous. <laughs> now I'm getting mad again. Uh oh. I'm back, baby. And, I'm pissed. Damn and, it. And, this is the, and it's also, I was thinking about it because I'm like, you know, uh, Pat Benatar. You know, great, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s, but the Go-Go's are more important to me. I, you know, I grew up hearing them both on the radio at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. I was of that age. And, you know, I do think there's something to the fact that Pat Benatar is on there with her 
you know, collaborator, husband, guitar player. Yeah. Male, right? Mm -hmm. That's Um, weird. Instead of the multiple women of the Go-Go's. I don't know how many, which ones they would induct, because that would also be a battle. But um. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's I, it's an unprecedented move to include more than one person in a solo artist. Yeah, like that just that has never happened before, and it's we I think it's very bizarre. And I my guess is that it had to do with Pat's insistence. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, I mean they tour that way. Yes, and they're now credited that way when they when they tour and but it's it's a strange thing because that there are many you, if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty there are many artists like that that you could have a solo artist like say Elton John and you could have included Bernie Toppin. Mm-hmm. But that's right. never how it was done. So this is low key a, a weird groundbreaking thing for the hall you know just but it's how it's done with women though that was just gonna say it's a score for the patriarchy it has to be with you know jerry goffin why did they you know why did they think tina turner oh no we can't do her on her own she has to have ike it seems like if not a conscious a subconscious thing happening with with the hall yeah i also wonder too you know we've talked about the kind of genre bias as well i think too Pat Benatar is seen as a bit harder, more edged than the Go-Go's. And I think that that works to her advantage in this uh, scenario. In this scenario. And it it makes you wonder that, like, I just think, once again, they want to dismiss kind of an all-female rock band as too poppy and not serious. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's part of it, but it you know, but some of the go go's totally kick butt. They do. Uh, yeah, I was gonna well, say they were living you know, a very do, rock and I mean, roll lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Their attitude. Um. Yeah, and because I would say on the flip side, you know, actually Pat Benatar had a lot of very soft, almost sanitized '80s mm-hmm. songs. Whereas there was always kind of a punk edge to the Go-Go's, regardless of how polished they might have been. Right. Right. Well, I think that the hall is sometimes, you know, weak on, on punk, too. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, much more acted to MLR or even hard rock than... Yeah. Uh, they, they, were very, so. they were very quick to get the kind of founding fathers of punk in and then have seemingly like, ignored it. it ignored the genre after that there's a huge gap especially between you know the ramones and nirvana you know they're, they're they don't really acknowledge a ton of stuff in between but that's also kind of a, a problem of the general canonization of that of the genre right right yeah so i mean i think i think you're that is part of it with pat benatar but i do think there is a way in which like she's palatable because she's you know admitted her debt to a male uh-huh yeah the go-go's who were like managed by a woman you know in their heyday and have never seemed to particularly want to appease the male establishment mm-hmm. um well i hold out hope i do think the go-go's will be in the next few years i think it's going to be impossible especially if and when benatar gets in this year i think it'll be I do think they will, and it, it sucks that we know how the hall thinks. It's kind of a next up. Mm-hmm. It's like a queue in a sense, right? Which is awful. But I do think because there's a queue, I have a feeling the Go Go's are next up in the queue. Put them all in. Put <laughs> them all in. All female ballot next year. Force everyone to only vote for women. All female ballot next year. I know. I just so can, can you tell me when? When did Dave Matthews skip? Go goes in the queue. Like, it is a truly uh, wild and un. I, I am. Uh, when I so I, I I announced the nominees to Kristen. She did not know what was coming. Uh, and when I said Dave Matthews, she screamed. And I think that was the correct response. I thought he was pranking me. I was not being pranked. We all were being pranked. In a sense, the the world was being pranked. You know, it's it's the rock hall is like. You know, you're waiting in line for a show, and you're, like, fifth in line, and you're like, great, I'm going to, like, be right up in front, you know, it's like festival <laughs> seating, I'm going to be there, Beyonce's going to spit on me, I'm going to be so close, and then, like, 
you know, five hours later when they open the door, like the four people in front of you have all let all their male buddies. Yes. <laughs> and they're all eight feet tall, too. It's like open seating, too. Mm-hmm. They're getting on each other's shoulders. <laughs> that is an excellent girls metaphor. Girls to the front. Truly. Let's bring, let's put them in, too. Bikini kill. Come on, guys. Let's do it all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm holding out hope in terms of the class that, at the very least, it seems like Benatar and Whitney will be on there. I fucking hope so. But uh, it's it's hard to tell, and and we we have and will be disappointed. <laughs> that is the truth. If Shaka Khan doesn't get in this year, I, I mean, there really has to be like a mass demonstration. There needs to be like a groundswell. I'm although I'm hearing it more. I've she's been on more people's ballots that we've talked to today than I was expecting. That's true. Well, that's been. yeah. She could really surprise us from our very limited sample size. Yeah, we <laughs> she's can't doing okay. We can't really establish a strong correlation, but uh, it looks okay. Yeah, it looks okay, but I'm not holding my breath. What number is she on the fan vote? Oh my god, she's so far down the fan vote. Oh, Shaka, uh, it's too bad. Uh, well, Evelyn, thank you so much for talking to us thank today. Thank you. What a thank treat! You, you riled me back up. Now I'm <laughs> mad again, and I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to be mad. We will. Uh, I'm sure talk to you very soon. Yes, thank you. Okay. Take All care. Bye bye. Bye. Evelyn, getting you, getting Just you fired truly, up. Truly, my absolute favorite. Love Evelyn. Really Evelyn's happy great. to have we talked love, to her. Really uh, glad to be reminded of all of my feelings <laughs> and anger. Yeah. I have a lot of anger now. Good ballot. She's got a good ballot. She's got a great ballot. She did it. She did the thing. She martyred her ballot for us all, so that we all sh- so that we all could live. <laughs> so we could live. <laughs> so we could all we all could live long and rock. My God. Okay, so uh, let's take a little break, Kristen. Uh, we'll call some more people. Uh, maybe just one person. After the break, we'll be right back. Bye. Welcome back. We hope you had a nice break. Uh, We hope over the break, you acquired someone's phone number. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Send them a text. I hope that... I hope it's someone that you're looking forward to phoning and not just someone that you feel obligated to phone. I oh, hope wow. It's a, I hope you got a yeah. good phone number. Not to imply that the people we're calling No, no, absolutely obligated. not. I just mean like I hope you got a fun, exciting phone yeah, number that like you're excited to call. Something's, something's a brewing. A crush, maybe. Perhaps. Maybe a friend crush, which Aww, those are fine. Those are fine, too. I like yeah. friend crushes. You know what? I don't. I've got enough friends. It's yeah. over for me. <laughs> Gates only, closed. Only romantic crushes from now on. All right. We have one more person to talk to. And this is someone we have never talked to before. This is someone who has told me that she has not filled out her ballot yet. Whoa. So we will get per- perhaps a chance to influence it, depending on how convincing we are and how flexible she is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, let me get my... This is a woman who was on the nominating committee for a few years. She is a music critic. She was at USA Today for a long time. Her name's Edna Gunderson, and we are going to call her right now. Hello? Hi, Edna. This is Joe Quazala and Kristen Studdard with the Rock Hall podcast. Hi, how are you doing? We are great. So uh, thank you for, for joining us. We have never talked before, so we want to get a little bit of your background with the hall. You were on the nominating committee for a few years, correct? I was on the nominating committee for a few years, and then they dumped me because I didn't show up in person. <gasps> uh, and, you know, they don't, they don't uh, subsidize you in any way. They, I, you know, it's in New York, and they expect you to fly in for a a two-hour meeting and fly home on your own dime mm-hmm. and i said can't we skype or something like that and they said no <laughs> so you you never were actually there in person no Mm-mm. so i would submit you know ideas and 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 i offered to call in and skype and stuff like that but they wouldn't go for it interesting would you give so, your submissions yeah. to a, a friend who was going to be there to advocate for or would you just send them in to kind of the head of the committee I would just send it send it in in writing and then offer to, you know, call in or talk to whoever they thought was necessary. But, it, you know, I, you know, it was at a time when they were trying to 
kind of improve their their reputation as you know as a, as kind of a treehouse for boys, a boys club, yeah, and bring in more women, and they and they did that, but then they kind of. I, I don't know how serious they they really were about it. They they really didn't. I don't I don't think made a strong enough effort to to kind of engage, in my opinion. Yeah, that's. You I know? mean, that, that's that's interesting that they because you're listed as being a part of the nominating committee, uh, but you have no idea if they even listened to anything you had to say. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Where are you located? Oh, I'm in Los Angeles. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we will have to uh, we'll have to get together sometime and do a proper episode. But we appreciate you uh, chiming in for this uh, little experiment we're doing. Yes. Uh, sure. I'm curious what you thought of the ballot in general this year. Uh, well, I you know I thought it was actually a pretty interesting ballot. I, I, I ballot. I think there's plenty to to recommend for any of these these people there's there's nothing terribly offensive you know uh, at the same time i don't think there's there's anything you know uh, overwhelmingly fantastic a, a, about anybody either mm. um, i think we're getting away from some from the era now where there are just the obvious must haves and um, some of the great sort of seminal artists and we're moving into an era where there you know are um, kind of more middle of the road types that are that are getting on the ballot um and so actually it was kind of it was a it was kind of hard to de- decide mm-hmm. this year now correct me if i'm wrong you have not filled out your ballot yet i have not and that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna I, I guess try to i i have made kind of a preliminary decision I'm i gotta curious. send this in tomorrow it's due the 10th yeah yeah um, well yeah fill I've, us in yeah okay well i sort of after my little speech about women, I've kind of betrayed my gender, Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. I did not pick um, any of the women on the list. None um, of them. Yeah, I, so I okay. I kind of went with all guys. Well, hold uh, up. So you Edna. haven't filled anything in yet. So we, we no, I haven't. We'll, t- we'll no, talk through this. We'll so I'm leaving you room to persuade. <laughs> me, uh, <laughs> I hope that we can persuade you to vote for one woman at the very least. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Tell me who okay. you're the most flexible on, and I'll work that angle. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, let's okay. start with, is there anyone that was, like, your top choice? Among the women? No, or just, just of anyone. General, uh, yeah. Just in terms of who you're thinking of voting yeah, for. Yeah, who you're absolutely, like, I, I got to vote for this person. Well, I, I, I would say just almost from the point of a, the viewpoint of a fan, I would say Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Because I've always been a, a huge Trent Reznor fan. I've loved all of their music. I think they're, you know... Uh, he's an incredible performer, you know, so that's, that's one that I'm kind of happy to see get in. Um, and then I would say craft work is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, should have gotten in earlier just as sort of the, the ground floor of that kind of music. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick Nine Inch Nails yeah. and not craft work, right? Yeah. Todd Rundgren I have on the list. I have Soundgarden on the list. I have Motorhead on the list. Okay. So I definitely went into in kind of a rock, uh, you know, harder edged direction. Yeah, you went you went kind of heavy on the um, heavy on the heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, I would say if Kristen and I were to influence you to choose any other artist, my guess is it would be Pat Benatar, Whitney Houston, or Notorious B.I.G. Do you feel? Okay against any of those artists for any specific reason no not particularly i would say notorious big it you know it's a little earlier a little early and i think that he, he will have many chances to get in i would also say you know I, I, he he did a lot he, he made a lot of great music he also there was a lot of misogyny in his music and that that troubles me a little bit at least for an early kind of entry into the hall Mm -hmm. um that's fair benatar i think she has an extraordinary voice she did some great made some great songs but she was also you know she was also shaped by a lot of producers you know she a lot of the stuff she did was was written for her and was was shaped for her by by producers so i don't think that she was as independent an artist as a lot of other women and for her to get in say 
before Carol King or or before Mary Wells or Bjork or you know some of some of the people that that I think were a lot more independent it just feels a little wrong mm-hmm. so you're you, um, so I mean if if I can even look at the artists that you picked these artists are they're a little more daring and maybe you're you're looking at Pat as a more sanitized almost like company man type performer yeah and i do i i I do like to at least think of people that are um influential or innovative as being a little more deserving than than people who were followers and popular you know Mm -hmm. uh they they should be in the the second rung or the second tier in terms of preference I think it's interesting to say that, you know, Biggie's time will come. I I think of him as being a real slam dunk as far as a a person who is an innovator and and also was popular. I mean, I also have reservations about misogyny in general as a concept. It is not my favorite thing at all. Um, However, I, I do think that as far as his influence and absolute just kind of i don't know he, yeah. he's a monster of right music. And if you are to we've established that the hall will include hip-hop you know that there's six acts right. that are in with hip-hop yeah. and if that is the case then when it's biggie's turn and this is his first year eligible it feels like okay well this is one of the monsters one of the pillars of hip-hop and what hip-hop would become he was almost like an Elvis-like figure in hip-hop. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that he was among the biggest influences of that era. I don't doubt that, but I, I don't know that he necessarily has to get in this year with this list. I mm-hmm. mean, it just didn't rise to the top five for me. Okay. It's really interesting. And then with, with Whitney, uh, you know, I have some of the same feelings. I, I mean, a, again, just a, a powerhouse singer um she had the pipes there's no doubt about it and she and i think in in a way uh, sometimes her voice wasn't always put to its best use because of producers you know she went Mm -hmm. so much into a pop direction when r&b and gospel uh would have really let let her shine even more and the fact that she was set in a on a very narrow path in the pop world kind of uh, hurt her a, a little bit i think uh, there's no questioning the huge um, popularity that, that she enjoyed and the kind of influence that she had on a lot, lot of other singers. It's unquestionable. I think she deserves to be in, but I don't know. You know, again, I just didn't didn't see her as having that kind of the kind of influence that some other women before her may have I think it's had interesting. and deserved to get in. I, I now I will say she certainly lived her life and died like a rock star. You know. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she's she, a little crass, but yeah, beyond you it, you know? beyond the musical output, she lived a rock and roll lifestyle to some extent. Yeah. And she was rock and roll royalty in a lot of ways as well, mm-hmm. you know, kind of legacy. I think it's interesting to you know, we we talk often about the the idea of lanes, you know, and how we compare female artists to other female artists, we compare hard rock artists to other hard rock artists and stuff like that. I think it, you know, it's like, in this case, we vote with the ballot we've got, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. there are only three women total on the ballot right now. And there are how many people of color, like very few people of color on the ballot. And so it's almost kind of like to say, oh, if only they had put this other person in that same category on the ballot first or whatever, then I would have voted for them. But I don't think that this person is there yet or whatever. I think sometimes we have to vote with the ballot we've got. Right. Yeah. Thinking that, well, maybe there are more, there are women who are more inclined to my own personal taste, but they maybe aren't going to get on the ballot until these other artists get in. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. I mean, I I tend to look at it. At, at it, it's it's yeah. It's kind of hard to figure out how how to kind of judge it year by year. But I mm-hmm. tend to look at just the list in front of me and think, who among these are the, are the most influential, experimental, who had the most profound sort of impact in, in their day and going forward, and 
those were the five that kind of rose to the top for me, although there were certainly arguments for some of the others, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't look at this the way you might look at other areas of life of, well, we need to balance this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the hall overall needs more, certainly needs as much diversity as, as possible. And there is a strong argument to be made for, for bringing in more women, both on the nominating com- committee and, and, mm-hmm. and probably the, the voter ranks overall and in, and in the hall itself. But then you also have to consider how many women were locked out of opportunities to be in the music industry in all its many levels. You know, there aren't as many women uh, to choose from to start with, you know, which is, is a problem, especially back then. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, co- compared to now. Um, and what's difficult about the process is that we have to, we're looking in the yeah. past, so then we have to judge, and then we are at uh, the mercy of the decisions made by people from a different generation, and so that limits us to what we're able to do sometimes. Right, right. I mean, if you look at, you know, somebody like Mariah Carey, who who indisputably had a huge influence on pop singers who came up behind her, but was it for good or for bad, you know? That's the other thing. You have to kind of weigh whether their contribution really helped music or hurt it, and in many ways, I think she hurt it, you know? I, and I, I do not agree with that. Sometimes, you know, that kind of influence or huge popularity isn't necessarily uh, serving music. But I mean, are we saying that way. about Michael Jackson? You know, are we saying that about male artists as well? I think that... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so. I mean, there have been... I, I can't, you know, nothing comes leaves to mind off of this list. I mean, I, you know, there are a lot of huge bands. I have a, a big argument with friends all the time about the merits of Queen and the Grateful Dead. Uh, sure, yeah. And I just have no, <laughs> I have little regard for it at all. And and Pink Floyd, you know, and, you know, it gets very heated, but... Yeah, I understand that because there's... That boils down to taste. And, mm-hmm. It's difficult to, what kind of what you brought up, which is an artist, do you judge them based on what they influenced? Because you know, if you you could love the Grateful Dead, but also and appreciate their musical output, and then also lament what they rot, <laughs> what half they rot uh, on the musical landscape yeah. in terms of the you know jam bands that came out that wanted to be like them, and right. it, it's it's a weird distinction because I think influence is important, but then the, the distinction between good and bad influence is an interesting one that I, I, I don't know that I fall either way in terms of like, if you inspired a lot of people and they sucked, like <laughs> is that necessarily a bad thing or is that subjectivity making its uh, way into your evaluation? I don't know. Yeah, and, it, and it's not enough, obviously. I mean, you know, they, there has to be kind of uh, skill and, and, and talent and distinction to start with and then I, th- I think there needs to be some, they have to have some kind of impact. You know, it can't just be a moment of entertainment and time and then they vanish. Um, at least that's the, sort of the way I see it. I think if, it, if you're talking about a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that's supposed to live and last forever, the people in it should have con- contributed something that, that really does stand the test of time and, and had something worth carrying on. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, do you have any opinions on Rufus and Shaka Khan? Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think they des- definitely deserve to be on this list, and I, I struggled with that. I mean, that was probably number six for me. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. Th- they feel like I mean, because if I was going to make the argument that Whitney Houston really set the template and changed the course of a lot of black female singers and, and what came after her, she uh, influenced a lot. But then I was looking at the ballot yeah. and thinking, but even before that, Shaka Khan kind of established that e- even more so and in, in, in before. Right. Yeah, I think I think definitely. I mean, obviously not on, on a scale as big as, you know, not on the stage that Whit- Whitney had. Um, right. But that sort of soul funk fusion, you know, that that they had in the 70s, uh, it just had a lot of 
you know, just a lot of elements that you still hear now. And, yeah, absolutely. And plus, it was just incredibly ex- exciting, and I think it um, it has every reason to be here. And I, you know, they they deserve to get in. And my I question we'll for you: so, are you then a huge Soundgarden fan? Yes, and I I, I am, and I I mean I'm I'm a big fan of the whole grunge era, and mm-hmm. I think it, it it tends to be sometimes the butt of jokes i think and it, it was it was a small but very powerful movement in a time and really by a, a rather small generation but i think it's it really made a mark and it and it, it, so much of the credit seems to be pinned on nirvana and i think that's a little bit unfair but i think soundgarden was in many ways more clever and creative and chris cornell just had one of the great rock voices and metal voices of all time and continued to prove it many years afterwards you know Mm -hmm. but i think the band itself is is really deserving and and i think more of that era should be recognized do you in the hall you know it was short but it was it was powerful and it was up against a lot of other forces it kind of got stomped down a little bit when rap rock and boy bands yes that's true. I'm waiting for them to get in the hall. That'll be my time. Yeah, when when Limp Bizkit's on the ballot, then we'll all know oh, it's over. Um, I, I guess I'm just thinking, like, you know, this is their first ballot. They're a band to me that I think will get in eventually. I, I definitely think that Soundgarden will and should get in the hall. I'm just curious, you know, it's like them getting in from the 90s versus Shaka and Rufus, who've been on the ballot 17 times. Uh, okay, now you've got me there. Like be talked out of Soundgarden and switch over to Shaka Khan. Right. I mean, because... I hadn't really thought about that, but you're you're right. I just, I do have a passion for Seattle bands, and so maybe that's a consideration. And, and almost similarly to if it's if it's not Biggie's time, if it's too soon for Biggie, a similar era is, is Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... Not to no, not to take true. anything away from Soundgarden. No, and this is like I said, I do, and I learned a lot. We did an episode about them, and I learned so much about their influence, especially on even on Nirvana. Like there wouldn't have been Nirvana if there hadn't been Soundgarden. I do believe that they should get in. Mm-hmm. I just am, you know, yeah. curious about kind of the ordering of things, and also I am very much an advocate for more women and people of color getting into the hall. Yeah, exactly. No, and I, I, what really impresses me, too, about a lot of those bands is they kind of took the dumbness out of metal. I mean, I love me- a lot of metal music, but they really raised it to another level. It was much more kind of thoughtful and emotional. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they took it a long way. But I, I agree with you. I think that if, you know, I think Soundgarden will definitely be back. It's early. So, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy that. And the other thing to consider is if, and I don't know if you think about the ceremony, but sometimes taking into account what could happen at the induction ceremony, I mean, it's sad, but like Soundgarden will not be able to perform. So in, in my eyes, the the immediacy of their induction is not as strong, whereas we still have Shaka Khan and we still have that group that can play and really they'd be reuniting but Shaka Khan still has a voice and to give her that recognition while she's alive I do think is an important thing to consider yeah I don't I don't think that it should should ever factor in but it it's in the back of your mind it's something you want to see that's for sure you don't want to wait until it's too late and have these these people miss their shot how many times have they been nominated and at, at this point either Shaka Khan or Rufus has been on the ballot six times they've been on yeah yeah you know it would be nice to see them I would love to see them get it I mean it, it feels yeah. like a long shot but you know who could really help us out uh, a voter named Edna Gunderson truly <laughs> okay you've you've won me over this is a beautiful well, moment. A beautiful moment. It, it feels great. That feels wonderful. So to recap, your ballot will be Nine Inch Nails, Kraftwerk, Todd Rundgren, Motorhead, and Rufus? Yes. Edna, Edna you made God my bless day. You. you made my life. I'm so happy right now. No, I feel better. I think I've... It's been like therapy. I think this you've uh, improved my ballot. <laughs> Well, that's perfect. This is great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to talk to us and uh, with an an open mind and an open ear. Yeah, definitely. Now we'll just have to see what they actually do. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and because you live in Los Angeles, we'll have to get together uh, and do a, a, proper, a proper episode. episode a proper episode. Proper pod. Soon. Oh, I'd love to do that. That'd great. be great. All right. Well, thank, thank you so you much, so Edna. Much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh Hell yeah. my God, Hell I yeah. can't believe it happened. Literally, because you didn't even bring up Shaka at first, when you said, I think I would, I would, because I thought she was not a funk person. Which, what would also, I think what is true is that the three artists that we would advocate for the most would be Benatar, Whitney, and Biggie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I came around so hard on Shaka this episode, this voting episode. I am like, yeah. put them in. I'm like very, I, I have now really, really want them in, which is weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had not thought that. Uh, but uh, just thinking about kind of, well, because everyone has talked about how we're sweeping out the '70s mm-hmm. so much, you know, and like they're a band that is not they're they're you know they're the bottom of the first tier, top of the second tier, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, you yeah. know. And if we're getting in here, we're already going to move on to the '90s. I thought we might have been able to get her with the whole, you know influence thing of biggie is a wild one to think like he can wait and biggie and whitney are both as influential as it gets yes as far as i'm concerned yes but you know it was it was funny her ballot was more set than i think she was letting on yeah i can't believe i talked her out of Soundgarden. (laughs) also it, it doesn't feel great to like pick someone to remove no no, it doesn't. But I was looking at the ballot and I'm like, if you want Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden on your same ballot, like that's a that's a lot of lane for one type of music. Not that they're yeah. the same, but they are the, the same, same era. era. Yeah. And Nine Inch Nails came first. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel that. Were the people who were voted for the most this episode or on these two episodes, Rufus and Kraftwerk? Is that the most prevalent of the people that of the I think acts so. that have been voted for i think so i um, and once again bearing the fruit of the lane splitting of the heavies maybe maybe it's interesting uh yeah we got we got some a good amount of artists nobody voted as far as i know nobody voted for dave matthews band Nobody voted for the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Nobody voted for Depeche Mode. But I don't think anybody voted for Judas Priest. No Judas Priest. No And Whitney's. then otherwise... Did anybody vote for Whitney? Evelyn voted for Whitney. Did anybody Evelyn else vote for, for Whitney? Evelyn voted for Whitney. I think that's it. I think that might have been it. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Interesting. Well, I feel like we learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk to some, some old friends and new friends. You know, we actually got some data. We collected data. We're like 538. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, I think the next time we will be convening, it will be the revelation of the, the inductees themselves. And I feel like we should be on the record. We have kind of hinted at it and mentioned it to people on the phone. But I feel like on the record, we should say who we think is going to be oh, yeah. inducted. Now, I, I have my thoughts, and I think I've been a little more vocal, probably because I've uh, determined it already, and you have not. Nope. But here's who I think will be in the class. Great. I think the two locks are going to be the Doobie Brothers and Pat Benatar. Wild. Just because looking at inductees of years past and ballots of years past, the most definitively classic rock acts get in. I think the Doobie Brothers and Pat Benatar fit that bill. Now, beyond that, I want to say that I think Biggie and Whitney will also get in. Just because, I mean, Whitney, it feels like a classic FYN, hasn't been on the ballot ever. And now that she's on the ballot, I think people are going to jump at voting for her. And I think Biggie, similarly, like with Tupac, first-year eligible, no-brainer hip-hop choice, I think he will get in as well. Those are the four that I, I, I feel relatively confident about. And then if I had to pick a fifth, I would pick T-Rex because I think anybody who's British who's voting is going to go for them. I also think T-Rex satisfies an itch for the old timers. Like I think if your era, like we talked to Greg Geller, we talked to mm-hmm. Bob Merlis, who are kind of of that era of the 60s and 70s, T-Rex satisfies something for them. I am I am probably being influenced by the voters that we spoke to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then quickly, I think if there's a six slot, I think it's either going to be Depeche Mode or Soundgarden. Wild. A wild 
ride that you just took us on. Now, Kristen, what are you thinking? Okay, boy. I mean, I just feel like I can't trust these people. I can't trust them. I don't trust them. Uh, to Who, make who's them? The voters. Oh, the voters. All the voters. voters. Yeah. I do not trust them. I do not believe that they will make the right call. But I also don't feel like... Uh, I'm just trying to... I I want Pat Benatar to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We know this. We have yeah, heard it's, this. It's been nearly every episode of our I, podcast. It is it is my oldest standing what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I really think it's going to happen this year. I just don't. Now I've been, I don't know, I've been beaten down by the man. And I just am like, they don't, everyone thinks of her as too much of a second tier rocker. And I think that... Well, you're maybe influenced by, we mostly talked to journalists today. Mm-hmm. And you have to consider the vast majority of people who vote are the inducted artists. Are musicians. You know, these are the same, none of these people voted for Bon Jovi, I'm sure of it. Oh yeah, none of the people we talked to. Yeah. And yet they did get in. It's just like how, okay, that is an, that is an important thing to say. Boy, oh boy. I don't know. Here's who I think will get in. I think Biggie's going to get in. I fucking hope Whitney gets in or I'll be so pissed. I really hope Pat gets in. That's I'm just going to put those three uh-huh. up there. Those are the top three that I'm like, if those three artists get in, I'll be like, this is a pretty okay year. Regardless of who else fills it out. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I think that the next, I I feel like your our fourth could be Nine Inch Nails. Interesting. I think that they could get in this year or he could get in this year. And my fifth one would be that I think is going to get in. Mm, I just, for some, I, I guess it could, I, is my ballot just your ballot now, the Doobie Brothers? If I said the Doobie uh-huh. Brothers, that would be just the same exact thing. I didn't oh, say, I I didn't say Nine, Nine Inch Nails. nails you, I do not think. I think, uh, I think Benatar, Doobies, Biggie, Whitney, and I think T-Rex. I think T-Rex of those bands is the most likely of the like Thin Lizzy, T-Rex, MC5 will never get in. I I say that like I know, but it feels Well, I that mean, way. something to consider is that MC5, similarly to what I'm thinking about T-Rex, they satisfy some old timer stuff. That they could be, it, that's that same thing, but that is, that's a wide lane there's a lot of bands in that lane right now not i mean in terms of artists that recorded in the 60s no it's only mc5 well then maybe that could be a wild. that'd be a wild thing if, if that's MC5 what happened that's what would that's the reason sweeping out the 60s and i think i on our mc5 episode i did say like the only way mc5 will get in is if there are a bunch of artists that the old timers won't want to vote for and i think i say whitney houston specifically yeah i mean that's why i am very curious about this whitney biggie thing i don't know who has a better shot i don't know if they'll both get in i'm just knowing that tupac got in immediately and janet it took some turns makes me think biggie has a better shot than whitney that's i agree and just the way that the patriarchy fucking works man mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it i mean i like notorious big though don't get me wrong yeah i guess that's what i think i think it would be pretty stellar if rufus and shaka khan got in but we're not holding our breath nope i think that'd be really cool though I also think it would be very cool if Kraftwerk got in, even though I don't give a shit about Kraftwerk. It's just, yeah, but you're you're being objective, which yeah. we, we strive to do here. It's the truth. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, there is no one here to plug anything because it's just us. It's just I us. I suppose we could plug our own stuff. Great. Uh, I am going to be in Vegas at the Bonkers Comedy Club at the Top Golf Casino <laughs> on January 24th. Right. And then I'm also... Uh, <laughs> At the Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. So if you're in the Detroit area. Is that is that both with a C or is it Comedy Castle? Like Comedy Castle is, is standard spelling. Okay, great. Um, and yeah, so come check that out. Kristen, you're going to be in San Francisco, right? Yes, I'll be at Piano Fight at, for San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 25th. Great. 
And uh, you can email us at rockallpod, gmail at gmail.com, rockallpod on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us five stars only. We haven't gotten uh, too many reviews recently. We've gotten some that are nice. Give us some new ones. But uh, we really appreciate that. Apparently, that helps. New year, new reviews. New year, new reviews. If we get like reviews and ratings and stuff, that helps us to grow, I guess, because in the algorithm on Apple Podcasts, we show up more or whatever. I don't really know. But if you like us, you know, do that for us. Come up with a fake name. Grab your friend's phone. Do it. <laughs> uh, thank you to... Fraud. Yeah. Fraud fraud for us, won't you? Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusuf Kim for the music. Thank you to Joe Devine for the equipment. Thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us record in the home that I share with them. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the rock call? to let it roll the podcast about how and why popular music happens we're heading into 2020 and it's never been easier to hear music old new local international but has it ever been harder to make sense of popular music is this golden age of ubiquity producing great new music how long will our uber access to everything ever recorded last how did the 20th century produce so much great popular music is there any chance the 21st century will match it I'm Nate Wilcox, and I'm obsessed with trying to figure out what the heck happened with popular music in the last 170 years and where we might be headed. Join me as I talk to some of the best music historians on earth, people like Ed Ward, Robert Christgau, Stanley Booth, Ted Joya, Elijah Wald, Susan Whitehall, and Peter Doggett to get the history, the theory, and try to figure out how popular music happens on the Let It Roll podcast. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.